0: I'm Chris Turner, and this is the Empowered Parent Podcast. Greetings and welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me as always are Ryan and Kayla North. Hi, guys.
1: Hey, Chris. Chris. You see how fancy we are in, in two separate rooms here at our house? I see. We are recording
0: this uh, via a new little software package we are, we're we're trying out, and uh, yes, we're each in a separate location, undisclosed location. <laughs> I guess I should say, yes, uh, even though we know it's 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 our houses, but our houses are still undisclosed. Kayla, that's a really cool. <laughs> and shall remain so. Well, no, I
1: think I'm gonna put your address and cell phone number on you Facebook. Want my- <laughs> I'm going to turn my head like that. Yeah, this I mean so Chris, look at guitar. that amazing guitar over <laughs> Kayla's shoulder. That is a Les Paul Gibson, my friend. I'm aware. I know you're aware.
2: Sorry for our podcast listeners that can't see this. They well, you know, that's cool probably guitar. something
0: that we should talk about. That if they
1: want to be able to see this, they should probably should become Patreon subscribers. That's a good idea, because we'll put this in the, yes. in the in the in the patron group. And I mean you have multiple layers including We've got patrons who do, who are supporting us at the hundred bucks a month. Uh, they get free coaching, um, so that's cool. But you can do it for as little as five dollars a month, um, or ten, yeah, or twenty, or something. There. There's all different kind of tiers, and so we'll have that in in the show notes and how to get to become a patron.
2: really fun getting to know some of our patrons that are at those higher levels where they Mm -hmm. are getting the q a and we're like really getting to know their families and doing coaching sessions and stuff it's been kind of fun so
1: all right well let's shout shout out to one of them will and carrie Ann stanfest yes there you go
2: they are lots of fun all right so what are we talking about what you
0: got for us christopher Well, I thought that what we could talk about would be routines and rhythms because school has started in many parts of the country, including here in Texas, except it's not really school like our kids are used to. Uh, Most districts are still virtual and are not ready for students to return. And even when students do return to these school buildings, it's not a requirement. Many students will be... Uh, choosing to remain at home and do schooling virtually. And this whole thing has kind of upset the rhythms that a lot of families have within their homes. You know, there's an ebb and flow to how our day usually goes, depending on it being a weekday or or the weekend. And this has kind of thrown all of that for a loop. And within yeah, those rhythms, real. we have routines as families for, for different uh, times of our day. And, you know, those have been thrown out of whack. Too. So I thought
1: this would be a good subject for us to, to
0: hash out for our listeners.
1: Well, you know, just I heard something last week now that, that schools are schools are back in session and whether that means that you're, the kids are in the school building they're at home or some hybrid version of that, um, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of productivity in the workplace that's just been really been changed because parents who, who worked through August, um, without having to, I mean, the kids were at home, but they didn't really have to do anything in terms of of actually actively educating the children are now really struggling right. with it. And I think there are actually uh, provisions in, in some of the, the relief acts that have been passed, particularly the ones related to paycheck protection that allow for some of that. I don't, I don't know that, but yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, in terms of just routine and, 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 and rhythm, the routine and rhythm everybody settled into has just been disrupted big time, and it's not just for the yep. kids; it's for it's for um, as as my British friends say, mum and dad as well.
2: Well, I mean, we've just seen you know as we've gone back to school just in the last couple of weeks, just trying to get into the normal school routine. And we've always homeschooled our kids, but we have a bonus kiddo that's home with us now because we have um, our little. Our little Addie girl who is home and um, we're not used to having her home with us and so having mm. to get into new routines with her and new you know because it's before everybody was pretty self-sufficient as far as being able to you know go to the bathroom fix their meals get a drink all of those kinds of things but now we've got diaper changes and we've got you know, an extra kiddo that we have to prepare something to eat for, you know? So it has been, you know, I saw somebody posted and they were like, yeah, you know, who's having a meltdown here on Wednesday. And I was like, Wednesday, I didn't even make it past <laughs> Monday. That was when my <laughs> meltdown I was happening it too Monday. I know it was just, I mean, it was so, everything's just disrupted. It just is not the same Um, as it's been, even though we're still schooling at home, there's so many restrictions. Our kids go to a co-op and, you know, and so there's just, things are different and expectations about what school was gonna look like this year and how that was gonna be. And, you know, we've already had kids that have had to stay home and, you know, be zoomed into I can't believe zoom is now like a verb it's like something you do it's not just a service anymore but they were zoomed into their classrooms um, because they couldn't be on campus um, and they said they didn't like it they didn't like how it felt to be the only kid that wasn't in school you know and so I think about all those kids that are going to be doing virtual learning and how that's going to work and so, yeah, routines and rhythms are definitely out of whack right now. And we're trying, we're all trying to find our new, our new normal, well, uh, uh, yeah. what that's coming. to like.
1: I, I think sometimes we might be surprised to find out how, because a lot of times people talk about rituals and routines, but I'm so glad um, that you guys added rhythm to that. Um, because your sense of rhythm is formed in utero and, and, you know, we talk about, mm-hmm. um, the negative in utero experience as part of the, the one of the risk factors for complex developmental trauma. Uh, but the, the truth of the matter is, is your sense of rhythm is developed in the womb because, um, the resting heart rate of a typical, uh, pregnant woman in, uh, in the West is 80 beats per minute. That is the resting heart rate, average resting heart rate of a pregnant lady. And so this idea, like so much of your of your life, um works around rhythm, right? In in when you are in the womb, that's all about the I don't know if that's eighty beats per minute or not. Uh, but there's a lot of research on this, right? And, and so there's, so it's calming. Eighty anything that's eighty beats per minute is calming. It's soothing. It is connecting, right? Does anybody want to guess what the marching cadence of the United States Army is? Eighty
2: beats per minute.
1: Correct, Hayley. It's eighty beats per minute, right? It's part yes! of that. Did I win a prize? Um, yes, um, but I. You don't know what that is yet, huh? A um, half. or or, or he hesitates to say it for no no i literally can't i literally don't have (laughs) jokes i don't have anything Um
2: golly i I thought surely i mean i won handy
1: dandy empowered podcast stickers for your double insulated (laughs) tumbler it's all yours
2: oh lucky um, me and amazingly it's already arrived
1: (laughs) yes folks that's the kind of service well played well played um but in all seriousness um it is. It is connecting. It is soothing, right? And so, when I first learned about this, um, you know, this kale, I have a playlist in my um, Spotify that's eighty beats per minute. And there are websites that will tell you uh, the time signature of songs. And so, you'll just search for stuff that's eighty beats per minute. Um, Burning Love, Balvis Presley, Kashmir by Led Zeppelin, just a couple that come to mind. And so, I have this whole eighty beats per minute um, playlist that is soothing to listen to um, when you're struggling. And so that sense of of rhythm never loses us uh, never leaves us sorry we never lose it and so that's I think it's important because we were conditioned for rhythm right that's why um the routines in your house like like I like to differentiate in terms of the rhythm of your house is different to the routines because the routines make up the rhythm the routines also part of the rituals And the way that I remember that is that a routine is something that you do, like brush your teeth. A ritual is something that you do that builds connection, like story time at bedtime, right? Which is why we yeah. always tell tell families, if you're mad at your kids, you still have to do the, the the ritual. Like if you want to say bedtime's 30 minutes earlier tonight, okay, that's fine. As a parent, you can do that, but you know that you're signing up for the bedtime Uh, ritual 30 minutes in advance because you need to be the children need to be reminded that even though things didn't end well um they are actually going to end well you're reminded um why um the children are fun the children are reminded that you're reasonable and that connection builds you know at our house some nights i'll do do the bedtime um rituals and routines sometimes kayla will do them sometimes we'll do them together uh, but there's always some aspect of fun involved, whether that's mom reading a story, dad playing the guitar, us laying on our bed while the children pretend to be contestants on America's Got Talent and, uh, you know, we're the judges or anything like that. But just some way for us to end the day on a high, um, you know, like, like tonight, um, I, I ended up having a long conversation with one of our children because they were really struggling mm-hmm. and what they were, they, they just needed somebody to hear them. And when I finally got out of my own way and, and, and dialed into that reality, um, things are pretty good. And she's calmly sleeping in her bed right now.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think, um, the rhythms can seem really off when you're trying to force a new routine mm-hmm. and everything just doesn't seem, you know, or if you're trying to, you know, I was talking to a mom today and we were just talking about the difference between a routine being kind of, um, flexible so a routine has components to it, but they don't always happen in the same order necessarily. They don't always happen in the same, at the same time. Whereas a strict schedule is, you know, everybody must be awake by this time and doing this by this time. And, you know, which I have a tendency to fall back into those types of things, because for me that feels safe if I'm like, okay, if everybody's awake by eight out of bed by eight thirty, you know had breakfast by nine, we're starting on this. But then I get really frustrated when those things don't happen because inevitably it takes me an hour to get one kid out of bed. And then it takes me, you know, and then I'm just more frustrated because my schedule's not happening. Whereas a routine is after we wake up, we're gonna get some breakfast. Now we might have some structure around, you know, we're gonna wake up between eight and 8.30, or we're gonna wake up between 8.30 and nine or whatever. Um, but it's also flexible if we had a kid that stayed up late because they had anxiety and they couldn't fall asleep then that routine is flexible and i'm going to let them sleep a little later in the morning or i'm going to um you know maybe i'm going to make them some breakfast and have it ready before i go wake them up so that we're just moving a little faster so i think the, the important thing for me between routines and schedules is that a routine is flexible and allows for you to say hey, we all got to bed late last night because we were out doing whatever. And so we're going to, our routine is still the same. It's just going to start a little later in the day. Or, you know, man, that math assignment that we were doing took way longer than we thought it was going to take. We're going to scrap this next assignment we were going to do and do it another day. So, um, but the rhythms seem off every time you're trying to implement a new routine or a new type of schedule into your life
1: for sure. Well, I, I think what you're saying though is, is when we tell people that creativity and flexibility are their friends, that's really, that's really yeah. the truth Thing because we can become slaves to the routine. What was that? Was it Janet Jackson song, yeah. Chris slaves slave to the rhythm? Something <laughs> like that. You know, We can, we can become slaves to those things. Um, uh, and you know beholden to those things, and they can dictate our, yeah. our 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 day and then when things don't go according to the schedule that we have, um then we get we get really upset and we tend to get sideways with the kids and that's why I think that i that I love yeah. rhythm more than I love routine uh because you know routine mm-hmm. could be as simple as brushing your teeth, but again, you know, as Kayla said many times before, either on this podcast or in front of a group of people and I've been standing next to her. Look, if you have to put your jammies on and brush your teeth as part of the routine, the bedtime routine, whether you put your jammies on first or brush your teeth first is irrelevant. But a lot of people get dialed yeah. into, you know, put your pajamas on then go brush your teeth. And somehow they just can't. And that's like beyond me, how you can get stuck in that one. But people do get stuck like that. And I'm like, just be flexible. It literally does not. It, it is a does not mm. matter.
0: I just need the teeth brushed. I really don't care what order it happens right. in, and half the time I don't even care if they end up in jammies. I just need the teeth
1: brushed. Yeah, boy, if you, right. care, if you, oh, you care about jammies, you're gonna fight a lot <laughs> <Really>? of fights. Sweetie, <laughs> yes. where your pajamas? They're downstairs. Well, you were just downstairs. I know, but I'm too lazy to go back <laughs> down. And I said, <laughs> so's daddy. Good night, my sweet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good night. Sleep
0: tight. Hey, hey b- but points
1: for the self-awareness there on being lazy. I mean, you know. Well, in, yeah. my, in my defense. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to defend myself. I, I was lazy. Look yeah. at that for maturity. No, no defense, it, no deny, don't defend, don't deflect. <laughs>
2: hmm? But I think the, you know, I think the routines give us the structure we need. Um, but it's still while still allowing for the flexibility that we also need because we do we need those we need those times when we've got one kid that's melting down and not being like hey you're supposed to be in bed by 8 30 it's 8 35 sorry not talking to you anymore you know like moving on we have to be able to be flexible um within that bedtime you know, in that window, but while still giving them structure. Cause I think the structure keeps them safe and helps them feel safe. So if we're all loosey goosey and there's no, it's like, whenever you wake up, we'll get started, you know, with our day or whenever you do this and you can do it whenever you want. I think there has to be that balance between no structure, no routine and strict scheduled every 10 minutes, you know here's what you're going to do. Here's what has to happen. This has to happen by this time. And um, I find it hard. I, I really do because I, I want to, I want that routine, but I find myself going either into the do whatever you want. I've got stuff I need to get done. So just here's a list of things that have to happen today at some point. And then the from 9 to 10 we're going to do math and from 10 to 11 we're going to do grammar and from 11 to 12 we're going to plan an at event at 10:30 you can <laughs> yeah i mean it just it just i find myself going back and forth between the two extremes and and it's hard sometimes to find that routine that makes sense um and that gets us back into that rhythm that feels comfortable and right because the routine that rhythm is really important. It's really important to find that where you feel like the whole family's in sync. And some people are probably listening going, does that ever actually happen? <laughs> like, I don't know that we've ever felt in sync. Um, but it does, I feel like it's happened at our house. Um, but every year, like we can, I kind of get like a redo every year in August and again in January, like those are my two redo redo months Mm. where i get to go okay let's reevaluate what we've been doing and how it's working and And if we need to tweak something or flex something or is it working yeah because sometimes it's just not working at all and we're trying to force it and that's why everything seems out of sync that's why the rhythm doesn't seem to be there for the family because we're trying to force you know like ryan and i are not morning people And we are late night people. We like to stay up late. We do not like to get up early. And there have been times where we have been like, we're going to get up at six o'clock in the morning and we're going to get all this stuff done. I mean, it's like trying to force a square peg into a round hole. It's not Mm -hmm. working because that's just, and it just feels off. It just doesn't feel right. Now, can we go to bed a little bit earlier and get up a little bit earlier? Absolutely. absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan's shaking his head. No, um, no, we can, we just have to be disciplined to do it, but trying to do something so drastically different has not worked for us. And it always just seems like our rhythm is completely off. And the same is true for our kids. All of our kids are not, none of our kids are morning people. So those of you who your kids wake up at like six o'clock in the morning, I am so sorry. I have never had that happen at our house. Our kids have never been like that. They've always been like, you know, so we're recording this on a Sunday and church starts at 10 o'clock. And now of course in COVID church, you know, you just have to be up by 9 55 in order to get to church on time. Um, And so we're like at 9 55, we're like, can somebody please go find and whatever siblings are still in bed? Um, Because inevitably there's usually a Kid or two or three. This morning I think there were three that were still in bed. Well just as church one, was one about of those to start. You know?
1: Well, not really. I mean, my my 17 year old son, we were watching the Formula One qualify qualifying yesterday for the Belgian Grand Prix. And he's like, What time's the race? And somehow I had got in my mind that it was at six o'clock and I said, What's well, six AM? And he's like, Let's A. Let's get up and <laughs> watch it. I'm like, I'm not getting up at six AM to watch car racing. And uh, so he got up at 6 a.m. So when we got up a little after 8 this morning, Kelly came down, he was sleeping on the couch because it was actually 8 a.m. Now, he didn't double check, so I I suppose I should be happy that he trusts his daddy like that. Uh, But he also (laughs) let me know that um, I couldn't tell time because he got up at 6 a.m. to watch car racing.
2: He said he got up, made himself a cup of tea so he could wake up, got all situated on the couch by 6 o'clock and realized that there was nothing on at six o'clock. Ah, my So I was like, uh but normally that doesn't happen. But so he just went back. Okay, okay, to I, he was like, uh, actually, done.
1: when you were talking earlier about the difference between being loosey goosey and being schedule driven, I mean, you know, when we prepped for this episode, we didn't discuss this, but I think it, it morphed naturally to it, and that's about the, the difference in parenting styles. Because what you basically said is your your option, not your options, but the two options you laid out in that example were neglectful um and authoritarian and so that's your drill sergeant I brought you into the world I can take you out of it uh when we when we teach in front of people I ask who's raised by that person and a lot of people our age Chris Turner raise their hands yeah (laughs) so there's that um and then so that's high structure low nurture and then there's the neglectful parent who's who's no who's no structure and no nurture and then the permissive parent who is uh no structure high nurture but you want to be the authoritative which is both high structure and high nurture and there's the thing that, that that the message we try to get out do not look at yourself and go well I'm really good at structure I'm literally poor at nurture and then make your strength a weakness what you have to do is make your weakness a strength right you can't go well I'm high structure low nurture so what I'll be is I I will become low nurture and low structure okay well you're neglectful at that point and, and kids are raised by neglectful um parents tend to have the uh, the longer uh, the the lowest um the highest rates of of poor outcomes as adults that's what i try to say i'm sorry that, that was so awkward you have to Ray, have you in, get better at your weakness and not so that you get a better weakness so that you actually turn the weakness into a strength because a lot of times a lot of us spend our time trying to make sure that our week we get better at what we're bad at but we have to turn what we're bad at into the thing we're good at.
0: Yeah, the image that I kind of have of what we're talking about with the rhythms and the routines and rituals, but within structure is bowling with the bumper rails Mm -hmm. up, right? Like the bumper rails is providing your structure. The, Mm -hmm. the, The routine, the rhythm we want to be in is the ball going down the lane and knocking over pins we don't care if it bangs a few times well some of us might care how many times we bang it <laughs> off the bubble rails but th- that not you, me <laughs> you know we, we shouldn't care so much about that that it gets in the way of the objective right which is knocking right. over those pins or you know finishing school assignments or going, you know, getting the teeth brushed to get into bed, you know, whatever, whatever the pin we need knocked over is, the point is to get the ball down there and those right. guard, those bumper rails provide our structure for it. Yeah. The, the routines might and the rhythm might get a little wonky on the way down, but <laughs> it'll happen all the same. Okay. So
1: you, that, that, yeah. that, that is, that is good imagery. It's interesting imagery, but this is what I heard. Um, and I think that we, we all do this. um we don't celebrate success along the way what we do is we look at where we are we look at where we want to go and until we get to where we want to go um we're not pleased and so to go with your analogy we're standing over there uh you know at the little ball return machine and down at the end of the lane are the pins and then we're only concerned about how many pins we knock over unless the ball bounces off and up and down the bumpers because then it gets annoying Right, so we are willing to mm-hmm. to to lean into and, for lack of a better term, to celebrate failures along the way, but we're reluctant to celebrate victories along the way. And I and I've never ever understood that about not just parents; it's the human condition. Right? If you go back to 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 the Old Testament, God kept telling the Israelites that every place that He did something good for them, to stack twelve rocks so that when they came by that way, they could tell their children what had happened there. You know, the, one of those first examples of that being. Um, the crossing of the jordan into canaan right the the men joshua tells the the men to stack 12 stones so when they come by that way they can tell the story to their children and and i wish we would stack stones in our lives Uh, i wish that would be part of of the rhythm and routines and rituals in our home to celebrate victory along the way but we we often are reluctant to celebrate anything but knocking all the 10 pins down but we will be critical Mm -hmm. about how many times the ball hits the bumpers though and the bumpers are good. And
2: I think sometimes. Well, sorry,
1: babe. The bumpers are good because they their purpose is to keep you out of the gutter, right? I mean, they're good. Bumpers yeah. are only good, and sometimes we forget that.
2: Well, I think sometimes we're so close to the situation that we have a really hard time seeing that we've made progress. We expect, mm-hmm. you know, the first day of school for everybody to just fall into the new routine and there to be no hiccups, and there to be no problems. The reality is the first day of school is like, you know, I mean, when I was teaching in a classroom, the first day of school was mostly just figuring out the routines of the classroom. Like there was not a lot of learning that was happening on the first day of school, there might be a little lesson here, or a little lesson there. But for the most part, it was just figuring out the routines and the rhythms of our classroom for the year. But at home i expect the first day of school we hit the ground running and we're going to do all the subjects and we're going to do all the things and if we don't then my day was a failure and i clearly need to rethink our whole schedule like the routine is just not working for us and that's kind of where i you know that's where i go sometimes is i i forget how long it takes to get into a new routine and to find that new rhythm and so i think as we're in a new school year, and especially with this crazy, you know, I mean, people are doing all sorts of different things this year. Some people are homeschooling for the first time. They've never homeschooled before, but they couldn't imagine doing virtual schooling. And so, you know, everybody's trying to find that new routine and that new rhythm for their family. But I think just grace upon grace, upon grace for yourself, for your kids um, and just realizing that it takes time to get into that new routine and to find your new rhythm for the school year, it's not going to happen right away.
1: Well, if you're going to ask for closing yeah. thoughts, I can top that. So I will cede my time to Mrs. North's comments.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you, Mr. North. Duly noted. Thank you. Thank you. Chair from
0: over there.
2: <laughs> chair from over there. you look crazy. Okay.
0: Well, I hope that helps uh, some of our parents out there who are struggling with, with all of this at this time of year. And if you have a question for us that you'd like us to tackle here on the podcast, you can email it to us at info at com. If you can be concise and squeeze it into 280 characters, feel free to tweet it to us at one big happy home. We also have a Facebook group just for our podcast listeners. You can search for the Empowered Parent Podcast Community. Though I do believe we have a new stipulation on admittance. Do we not, Kayla?
2: Yes, you have to be a patron. Patron? Yes. Pa- Patreon pa- subscriber. There you go. Uh, so if you go to patreon.com slash Empowered parent. I was like trying to remember what it was. Um, then you can be a subscriber at the $5 level um, or above, and you can get into that podcast group. Um, and then we answer questions, and all of us are in that group answering questions. Plus, we have a, a ton of people in the group that are all um, just a wealth of knowledge and stuff so it's it's a fun group to be part of
1: yes
0: ma'am and in addition to subscribing to the podcast on patreon you can subscribe to it in itunes the google play store or on spotify just search for the empowered parent podcast if you've enjoyed and gotten value from our show we would appreciate a review in any of these locations the empowered parent podcast is committed to helping parents of foster and adopted kids through connecting correcting and empowering principles